This episode of Light On, Light Through is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash lighton. There are over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. And welcome to episode 76 of Light On, Light Through. Why the Arizona immigration law, even amended, is unconstitutional. There's been a lot of discussion about the unconstitutionality of the new Arizona immigration law, which would allow police to ask any person they stopped for any reason if they found that person suspicious or had, quote, reasonable suspicion, unquote, that the individual is not in this country legally, the police could ask that person for his or her immigration papers. Jonathan Turley, the constitutional attorney, for example, on Countdown earlier this week with Keith Oberman, emphasized that the Arizona law trespasses on federal immigration purview and on those grounds could be found unconstitutional. I certainly agree, but I'd like to focus in this podcast on what I see as a more fundamental violation of the Constitution in this new law, even as recently amended. It violates the 14th Amendment to our Constitution. Let me read Section 1 of that 14th Amendment to you. It begins, quote, All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the law. So let's look at this new Arizona law that's intended to identify illegal aliens. On the basis of, quote, reasonable suspicion, if an officer pulls someone over, say, because they have a broken tail light, it's happened to me in New York a few times, that officer could demand papers from an American citizen simply because he or she looked like what the officer's expectations were of an illegal alien. Let's get more specific here. Someone who has dark hair and a mustache, I may not have as much dark hair as I used to, it's still dark though, and I proudly do have a mustache, well, guess what? Under this new law, I'd be more likely to be questioned and asked for my papers by a cop in Arizona than a clean-shaven guy with blonde hair and blue eyes. That seems to me 
an ipso facto violation of the equal protection provision of the 14th Amendment because I'm not being treated equally by the police of Arizona. Simply because I have a mustache and dark hair, why should I be more likely to be pulled over and questioned or questioned after I'm pulled over for some other infraction than, again, some dude with blonde hair and blue eyes? Now, just to be clear about this, police stop people who may look like suspects all the time. If there was a description of a serial killer, which unfortunately happened to look like me, well, I think it would be entirely appropriate that I be stopped and questioned. Hey, I watch Criminal Minds. I know how this works. Hey, if I had a time machine and I traveled back to 1865, people used to tell me when I was much younger that I looked a little like John Wilkes Booth, also like Edgar Allan Poe. But hey, if I was walking the streets of Washington, D.C., hours after people had seen John Wilkes Booth shoot Abraham Lincoln in the back of the head, well, of course, law enforcement back then would have been right. They would have had an obligation to stop me. But that's a very specific situation. And totally unlike what the Arizona immigration law does, which singles out a whole class of people who happen to look like whatever the Arizona police might envision an illegal alien to look like. Now, I know that times are rough in America. According to President Obama, we're finally getting out of some of the worst economic difficulties we've been in since the Great Depression. I believe him. But I also know that a lot of people are still hurting, suffering, not finding work. American citizens who may feel they don't want their jobs taken by illegal immigrants. Well, I agree with them. But the way to go about to make sure that that doesn't happen is not to enact a law that could pull over naturalized citizens, American citizens, anyone who happens to arouse the suspicions of a police officer, who, if they're stopping that person for any other reason, now have a right to ask for their papers. You ever watch any of those movies about World War II? bitte. That's what the Nazis used to do. I heard Chris Matthews say the other day that, hey, don't call these people out in Arizona Nazis. That's going too far. Well, you know what, Chris Matthews, you need to read a little more history. If you did, you'd know that in both Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union, democracies turned into the worst totalitarian states in the 20th century. Adolf Hitler was elected to office. He didn't go in and do a coup d'etat. And as a matter of fact, in the Soviet Union, they had a constitution which protected people's rights in some ways even better than our American constitution. But by the time Joseph Stalin got in office, he totally ignored that constitution. And that's why it's so dangerous to ignore any part of our constitution, especially the 14th Amendment, 
which again says it is illegal to deny any person within the protection, the jurisdiction of any state, the equal protection of the laws. I hope this law is struck down as soon as possible, as the unconstitutional, un-American piece of state legislation that it is. The Light on Light Through podcast. Hey, here's a special offer for all of you listeners of the Light on Light Through podcast. Audible.com is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. You can get bestsellers on audible.com. Hey, you can get a copy of The Plot to Save Socrates, my 2006 time travel novel, published originally by Tor Books. You can get a copy of The Consciousness Plague, one of my Phil D'Amato novels. You can get a copy of The Chronology Protection Case, This was my 1995 novelette, and the radio play of that novelette, which is available on Audible.com, was nominated for the Edgar Award by the Mystery Writers of America. So, download your first audio book today. You can do that at audiblepodcast.com dot com slash light on. I'll spell it out for you. A U D I B L E P O D C A S T dot com slash light on capital L I G H T O N. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com slash light on for your free audio book.